Hello everyone, I'm Jacob Kaufman, and this is your Nerd of the Street Friday Night Hangout for March 4th, 2016. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. It seemed like a pretty... Something seemed off about that intro. Well, yeah. Did I do something wrong? I don't think so. I think maybe I've been editing a lot of podcasts recently, and I always drag the like the music to the beginning of the podcast, but we don't actually hear the music when we're okay. doing the stream. No, no, no. It did sound a little bit off for me. As yeah. Well, just a okay. Bit. What? Did I skip something? I don't know. I hope not. Hmm. Well, we'll just keep going. <laughs> uh, so this is yeah Friday Night live stream. Uh, what what did what did you do this week? Let's see. Doing fun. I got nominated as a super special person. Ooh. Well, not exactly, but I, I'm in some like business law class. Right. And it sucks. I remember but that. But that's not the point. So we have some like we had some test, and I go in there thinking I'm gonna do awful, and so you know we got those back like what was it, Thursday, Tuesday, Tuesday. So okay. we got those back on Tuesday, and the first like minute of class, he came up to me he's like, Adam. I need to see you after class, mm. so like don't never leave. a good sign. No, never good, and I got super super scared. Right, like so nervous, and he just went on and on talking about the test, like how it's just like a pro- I don't know, like a process, like it's not the end or something. I don't know huh. what he was talking about, but then he just like slowly went into it, like fifteen minutes of class, like all right, I'm gonna give you guys the average, and it's like you know first he gives the average. That's like yeah, sixty percent. Ooh, so that's, that's pretty, not good. So that's pretty bad. And then he shows us the range. And it's like two ninety ones, a bunch of like thirties. I'm like, I for sure got that thirty two. Unless he missed his year that I got. I I was so like confident. I failed that thing. Okay. And then I come back and we get our test. And I end up with some other person getting, like, one of the highest grades. I'm like, why did you have to scare me so bad? Yeah. It was such a high grade. Just after class, so me and the other girl, well, not, I'm not a girl, but the other person. <laughs> right, the other person who was a girl. Who happened to be a girl, it still mattered. We're just standing up there, like, all confused, and he just goes, well, there's this um, business luncheon that I can invite a couple people to, and you guys are, what do you call it? good business students I guess nice and he's just like yeah sorry I told you at the beginning I normally wait to the end but I would have never remembered I'm like I'd rather just not have known huh at that yeah point. and but it's awful because I've never done what I needed to in that class like huh. the way it works is you know you're supposed to read the chapter at home yeah then go in there and you know and he just gives like something like an example like he'll just like give one example and then make it like a class discussion so you don't learn like anything like in the class all right like specifically yeah and i've never done that and just like the last like three days before the test just studied and apparently i'm a really good business student nice well you are going into accounting and accounting is extremely important for business i guess but i don't know that much about accounting like you think you better learn for industry has to do taxes oh no no i i can learn all right i've never this is a little bit different. So are you going to like are you are you going to drop accounting and become a lawyer or I'm not, okay, like, I, make you I'm more money? I'm not going to become a lawyer. Okay. That just seems like a lot of work and I don't know if I can go up there and like get in like a court. I, I don't know. You could make some really zingy one-liners if you were a lawyer though. It's <laughs> all about the zingy one-liners. Yeah, that's how you should choose your profession. <laughs> I could do that in accounting too. It might not work out as well, but mm. 
I'm yeah. sure I can pull that off. Who's, who's that one? Oh, no, he is a lawyer. Shoot. Well, who's that lawyer in, like, the Marvel superhero? Oh, I don't know. Phoenix Wright or something? Right, yeah. I, I was thinking of that, but I, I, I thought I was going to say he was something else. I didn't think he was part of the Marvel. I don't universe. know if he's Marvel. But, yeah, Phoenix Wright. Is like, it was a video Capcom? game thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I remember him. I could be like him. But, I don't know. Still. Getting in front of a courtroom. Mm. That sounds like. A lot of work. <laughs> huh. We watched uh, a court. We watched People's Court. We watched People's like court. Uh, half an episode of People's Court is in that, Understanding Law the other day. Is that anything like Judge Judy? It's, it's like Judge Judy, okay. except the judge is a lot nicer. Oh. And I see. also, there's this really cheesy narrator. And then, like, yeah. when between commercial breaks, like, there's this guy out on the street interviewing people about what they think about the case. Oh, okay. I've seen stuff. I might have seen that before. Yeah, way cheesier than, than Judge Judy, but less dramatized in the actual courtroom. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we watched a, an episode or half an episode. It was where, um, so this guy hired another guy to paint a flying eagle on the top of his van. Okay. And then he was upset because the eagle, at first... Like, it was not flying, it was standing. So he was like, you gotta paint over that. And so the other guy painted over it, and then he just ended up painting a head with, like, wings sticking out of it. (laughs) And then, like, so the guy took him to court saying, this isn't a flying eagle, this is no good. I want my money back. Uh, So it was a full eagle sitting first, and then he took out everything. Because he wanted it bigger. Basically, the teacher wanted to find something that would not make anybody in the class angry. Because, like, some of the stuff, like, you get mad about when you're watching That's the fun stuff. She was like, I I don't think that anyone's going to get offended by (laughs) the eagle on top of this guy's car. Yeah. Uh, Why why can't I just make it, like, full size? Like... That was the idea. So, uh, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. Like, yeah. Why he wouldn't have done The that. judge ended up giving, like, he was asking for $650 back, uh, and then the judge ended up saying, you get $250 back. Okay, so that's fair. So that you can go and get, you know, someone else to cover over it. But, um... Oh, like, that's gonna work. Oh, it cost 650 the first time. Now <laughs> it's gonna well, for a detailed ego. Like, not, yeah. I'm sure to paint over, like, just color sure, okay. again. To make it back how it was before is probably less. But, um... <laughs> probably. I don't know. But, yeah, it, the, the guy, the painter, was an idiot. He was like, so I have, this is the proof that I, like, showed what it was going to be like. And the judge was like, so you had your client sign that. And the painter was like, no, I signed it. <laughs> <laughs> so the judge went on this rant, like, you, you, th- you got it all backwards. You're supposed to have the client sign that so that he can't take you to court and say that he never saw the paper. <laughs> Why does he say that? so stupid. Yeah, so, uh. Okay, that's bad. Yeah. So both of them were idiots. Like, the one guy, like, didn't give a good description of what he wanted on, like, the eagle to look like. And then the other guy didn't get any, like, signature or anything. So they were both in the wrong, uh, but yeah. I guess in that case, like, oh, whatever, 200. That's more than Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so... You said that your, your law teacher thinks that you're, like, super special... I guess. My uh my understanding law teacher parent teacher conferences were yesterday. <laughs> and, sure you're awful. Well no no no. But it's funny, I understanding law in Oakville is a a um ha- like a semester course, right? Yeah. So I've been in this class for what, like two and a half months? It's maybe. been a while. It's been like oh. two and a half months, three months. It's the third month of the year. Okay. I guess it's been like three months. Yeah, that's a 
You this seem is, confused. This is the beginning of the third month. So yes. two months. First to second, second to third. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Fair enough. You're a bit off. Well, I, you, that helps my point, though, because I wanted to make okay, the point yeah. that I have not been in this class very long. Okay. So, like, a lot of my teachers, especially the ones that I have year-round, always like me because, you know, I listen in class and I'm, you mm-hmm. know, a good student and everything. But I was like, okay, so the person who's probably the least going to get positive comments is my understanding law teacher because, like, you know, she never really talks to me. I don't talk to her, and I've only had her yeah, for a couple months, so, like, we don't really know each other. Um, I'm in this, like, it's a big class. A lot of my classes are really small this year, but understanding law, the room is packed, so there's lots really? of kids there. It's not, it, it, I mean, people are taking it as a blow-off class. It's pretty easy, uh-uh. but um, uh, surprisingly, um, I'm not sure. I don't think it's weighted. Might, I don't know. Might be. It might be. My, but, uh, my accounting teacher talked about that class a lot. I think she used to teach it, maybe. I think that I it is weighted because yeah. the counselor like told me that it was weighted and I was worried it would be hard, but it's actually easy. But anyway, so at parent-teacher conferences, like apparently when my mom talked to my understanding law teacher, the teacher said like the, like, that I was great, that she really likes what I contribute to the class, and that... Um, like, she has me marked down for when subs are there, like, to ask questions to me. Really? Like, when the subs have questions. But it's funny, because we've had subs a couple times, and, like, I've never gotten any questions. And, like, I, this teacher, like, hardly ever talks to me. I'm like, I didn't... Maybe she just, like, says that to everyone. Like, I, that was what I was thinking. Like, down. maybe... It's funny, because it's true for other classes, but that specific class, I was like... She doesn't really know me that well, so but the, so it would be right. funny if she said that to everybody. Is everyone like completely obnoxious though? And you're like the one person who like. Well, isn't? I mean, there are a lot of there oh, are yeah. quite a few obnoxious people. I'm in like a corner of smart people, okay. and then there's like, you know, average people everywhere. Else. So, <laughs> right, the staff. But I'm like I'm sitting next to the speech and debate like captain, and the 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 um, Jackie, the leader of the broadcast. So like I'm sitting okay. next to a couple of smart people. I feel like the speech and debate, like, captain in that class would just be, I don't know. He's kind of full of himself, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he'll just, like, I feel like he's the type of person who just goes and, like, argues with a lot he, of stuff. You know, he doesn't, like, argue, but, like, he always, yeah. he's really, when he has an opinion, he'll say it, whereas I usually keep my mouth shut. Yeah. Just for the, the purpose of not pissing anyone off. That's good. We, we have this girl in my class, have her in two classes, and every day, like... She always makes these, like, just comments, like, about everything. In like, law? Yeah, like, how it hmm. doesn't make sense, how that's dumb. And the teacher's like, I'm just telling you how it is. Like, don't get mad at me here. Yeah. And then, like, every time she doesn't talk, he's like, so, do you have anything? I'm surprised you're quiet hmm. and not saying anything bad. So. You know, I, I had, um, did I talk about how I'm learning Microsoft Access? A little bit. In uh, uh, Microsoft Apps. And I took the textbook home. Mm-hmm. I think I talked about that. And so my teacher, actually, that might have been this, might have been, I don't know when that was. But my teacher, um, we, we took our Microsoft Access multiple choice test last class. Um, and yeah. one of the questions on it was, Access is an example of a database. And I answered false. Because if you look in the textbook, Access is an example of a database management system, which is defined as a program that lets you create and modify databases. A database is defined as a collection of related ideas and things. 
Okay. So, like, Access itself, you use it to make databases, but it's not a database. Right. So I answered false to that true or false question. Access is an example of a database. Now, everyone else in the class answered uh, true, and they all got it right. And it was the only question I missed. So I walk up to the teacher, and I'm like, hey, I got a problem with this question. And I showed her in the textbook where it defines Microsoft Access, where it defines yeah. it as a database management system. And I showed her where it defines, on the next page, database. And I explained to her that, you know, Access is a database management system, not a database. And I ended up getting the point back. Okay. But it took, like, 25 minutes worth of arguing. Oh, and it's whatever. funny because everyone else answered true on the question because everyone else in that class or most of the people in that class a couple of them are smart but it's a, a 11 people in that class most of them are pretty low standard so they don't <laughs> yeah, have the reading yeah, comprehension to realize that actually i think what it is i took the textbook home so i read the textbook we didn't actually read the textbook in class oh, okay. we just were going so off her notes and she didn't define database management system in her notes that she gave us um oh, the book defines it but um, so 25 minutes worth of arguing, I actually turned the entire class onto my side. So at first it was like me against Mrs. Mendersky and the entire class. And then 25 minutes later, it's me and the entire class against Mrs. Mendersky, but she's still holding out. And what I asked her was, would you define Microsoft Word as an example of a document? Because, you know, Microsoft oh, Word sure. is something you use to make documents. And she was like, well, yeah, it is. Microsoft Word's a document. And I'm like, no. It's not. You use it to make documents. And she's like, yeah, you use it to make documents, so it's a document. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't get that. The important thing is that I got the point back, so in the computer, my grade's 100% on that test. But, is, yeah, I'm like, I, you know, if we had brought, first of all, if we had brought, a, I, I would have gone to a, one of the principals if that had not gotten resolved. Really? Just for the one point. Out of the principal of the thing. I know, I don't care about, and you, you know, I've talked before, Mrs. Mendersky is the sweetest woman, but... Like, she, I, she shouldn't be teaching kids because that's a basic reading comprehension thing that she doesn't understand that, like, something you use to make something is not the same thing as the thing itself. Um, the other thing was if I had brought in a couple of English teachers, like, English teachers would have sided with me because it's a reading, like, it's, it has to do with the wording of it. But, yeah. like, if I had shown a principle, like, I, I, cons like I was thinking, okay, I'm going to bring this textbook to Mr. Willett. I'm going to oh, read him. Mr. Willett. Yeah, because he deals with business. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to read him the definition of a database management system. I'm going to read him the definition of a database. And I'm going to ask him what he would think the answer to this true or false question is. And I'm going to see if he can tell, you know. Ooh, we need to get her in trouble. It's funny because she's already in trouble with him every time he walks into that room because he knows that she's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, <laughs> she's got an ongoing like problem with Mr. Willett, like marking her down every time he grades her. But, uh, that's awful. <laughs> Mr. Willett's such a hardcore, like, I don't know. Yeah. I had him. Yeah, yeah. Just for health. I never had him for business class when he taught business, but yeah. now that he's a principal, he, he is in charge of the business department. But yeah. Um, Important thing is, you didn't have to go to the principal. Mrs. Mendersky gave me the point That's back. That's lucky. So, uh... Was well, out of your risers out of leave me alone? <laughs> I don't know. I think she saw my point, but she still thinks that she's right in the back of her head, which makes me kind of mad, but, oh, well, I'm looking out for myself Whatever. here, not everyone else. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. I don't think that something, like, in any point I mean, you like see where I'm, like... 
you see right. where I'm going with it, though. Like, yeah. Microsoft Excel is not an example of a spreadsheet. It's a spreadsheet creation program. Yeah. Like, no, no, I think you're right. Yeah. And then I think whether that's right or wrong, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But no, yeah. It, it, just for the point yeah. of the test. I'm just like, we're, you know, next year, if, if someone gets that wrong and doesn't have the courage to walk up to the teacher and ask about it, then they're just going to lose <laughs> the point. But. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I could have gotten the point wrong and still gotten an A plus in the class. Being completely honest. Yeah, that's pretty good. And does it make a difference? Like, I don't think it makes a difference. What? Like, oh no, A plus A minus. No, it does not make a difference. And it's a weighted class. But um, but yeah, it. I was just the principal of thing. I was like, if it was like a question on the Microsoft Publisher test, I wouldn't have done it. But like, access was my favorite section because before we started that unit. I have not learned anything in that class of value all year long until now. Like, I, I yeah. we learned about Microsoft Excel. I already knew everything I needed to know about Excel. I knew basic formatting. I knew basic equations. I learned some stuff I didn't know, but I'm never going to use that advanced stuff. I only use basic stuff in Excel. Same with Word, you know? Like, you yeah. don't need to know how to make a mail merge in Word. Like, it's cool that I know how to do it. I'm never going to use that. Well, maybe eventually. No. No. I, when am I ever going to do that? I don't know. Do I, Does anyone in business, like, use mail merge? There's people who send out spam. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's basically used for spam. But um, Microsoft Access, before that class, I, but, like, like, if you go back a month and a half and ask me to do something in Microsoft Access, I actually had no idea how to do anything. Like, I didn't know how any of it worked. I didn't know where to start. I, you know, I've tried using it in the past and like granted the last time I tried using it was when I was 10, but like when I was 10, I figured all the other programs out, couldn't figure out Microsoft Access, couldn't figure out what it was for. Like I knew, I knew it was a database program, but like I didn't know how to do anything. So the fact that like I actually learned how to use a program that I did not learn before, that is more valuable than anything else the entire year. Um, and now I'm already, I've, uh, started using LibreOffice while at Lizard, really. Yeah, he's going crazy. <laughs> I told crazy. you, that's what I was seeing when I was sitting over at the ping pong paper. Oh, yeah. I was seeing that. We need a Lizard cam when we're not live streaming, just, like, watching the Lizard. <laughs> at all times, 24-7. Yeah. Anyway, so Linux has, uh, LibreOffice instead of Microsoft Office. Yeah. LibreOffice base is actually a little harder to use than Access. Like, Microsoft Access has the ribbon, so a lot of the buttons are, like, right out there, whereas LibreOffice still has the file, edit, view, like, all those oh. menus at the top. So, um, like, it's, you know, it's what everyone was using a couple years ago, but I've just gotten so used to the ribbon. Like, I was making a spreadsheet for my dad yesterday, because um, he's going down to a bowling tournament that he that he runs in Springfield, and Lynn has gone to it before. Yeah. She's not going this year. But um, I was typing up a spreadsheet for him, and he wanted the lines a certain way. Like, he wanted a thicker line every five rows. And I actually, it took me a while in LibreOffice Calc to find the button, because I had to go through all of the drop-down menus looking oh, for the button. So Whereas, like, yeah. in Excel, it's, like, right there on the Home tab, because the ribbon has so much more space for all the buttons. Like in the before Microsoft apps, I always just thought like, oh, I don't need the ribbon. I've got I've got the drop down menus. They're just as good. But like now that I've been using Microsoft applications for an hour and a half every other day with the ribbon, now I'm like getting yeah, used to the cushy so big buttons, quicker. and it's like I kind of wish the LibreOffice would would do something like that. Well, we could make like a petition. I mean, the, I don't know. Yeah, we could. Uh, so yeah, oh right, but I, I created a database, um, I like I said last week, for to keep track of the fan fictions that I've read, 
and Matt was laughing at me for it, but because um, yeah. I was going to just make a spreadsheet for it, but I was like, hey, I'll make a database because I actually know how to now. The only thing I wish, Microsoft Access, you can actually save a database encrypted with a password. That Ooh. encrypted with a password, not just password protected, but, but actually that encrypted. Mean? That means that... Um, like, if you just save something with a password not encrypted, then there's probably a way to get around the password. Right. But when you encrypt it, you mathematically, it's impossible to get to the stuff without using the password. So um, it's like 100% guarantee, without knowing the password, nobody will get into this. So Microsoft Access, starting with version 2007, which incidentally was when they added the ribbon, um, they also added the ability to save encrypted databases. LibreOffice still does not have that ability if you want to encrypt that file, you need to do that with another program. Oh. Um, so it's like, I want, I kind of want to make a LibreOffice um, database with like, my passwords in it. Like I was talking about, I'm going to get a Rolodex eventually, because right now I'm writing all my passwords down in a notebook, but it's <laughs> yeah, getting really unorganized. Originally, my notebook was in alphabetical order, but as I add more, I run out of space, so now it's not in alphabetical order anymore. So mm -hmm. a Rolodex, you know, you can pull cards in and put them out and stuff. It's keep oh, it in alphabetical order. Like, it's yeah. meant to be used as an address book. But, you know, I could just write websites and passwords on it instead. You have that many passwords? Yes. Wow. I've got several pages full of passwords in my notebook. And, you know, I might not log into something for a year and a half. And then That's the next so time I want to log into it, then I need to look up the password. But, um... And then another reason why I have to write them all down is because most of them have, like, a common base, but then I always go and I uh, use a random number generator, and I always generate uh, four or five just random numbers to add to the end of the password, oh. just to make it more secure, since I'm writing it down anyway. Yeah, you might as well make it as secure. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I'm, I don't want to take the risk of storing that information in a computer file, especially if it's not encrypted. I thought about doing it on one of the old... Uh, you know, one of the old laptops I've got that don't have Wi-Fi cards in them that are never connected <laughs> to the internet. But then it's like, I don't want to have to log that around everywhere I go for, just for passwords. So Everywhere you go? <laughs> well, like, <laughs> to college. Like, okay. when I go to college, I'm going to need my That's password fair. Rolodex. I don't yeah. want to take, you know, like, my PowerBook G3. <laughs> um, 1998 laptop. Well, people are going to, like, steal. They can just, like, go in and just, like, steal your Rolodex. <laughs> Yeah, they could, um, but like I'd rather at least that way they have to physically be there. Whereas like if it's on that computer, they can connect to it and hack okay. all my crap and stuff. Um, so yeah, LibreOffice, um, please add encryption to your your database. How much program. does that get updated? It gets updated pr pretty often. The problem is um, people don't really use the database program as much as they used to, so it's like the farthest behind. Like, they, they add new features to LibreOffice Writer every two weeks, but, it like, LibreOffice Base, they probably haven't added anything for a year because, like, ten people use it. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it's just, like, why people say, oh, why use this when I could use uh, Excel, LibreOffice Calc, you know? Um, yeah. But I like the fact that in Excel, um, you know, you can make it so that, like, this column is for this information, this column is for this information, but if you type in the wrong information in one of the columns... Like, it just, the wrong information goes in. It's up to you to keep mm -hmm. the, the data sorted where it's supposed to be. Whereas access, um, it, you can do data validation where it's like, it's much stricter. Like, this column has to be a description. This column has to be a number between this and this. This column oh. has to be, like, this format. And then you can sort, Excellent. you can search through them. Um, it's, yeah, I like it a lot. It still seems complicated. <laughs> yeah, well... 
Um, so you've been doing any Microsoft apps this week, or... Microsoft apps? Yeah. What does that even mean? <laughs> been using any... Oh. You got PowerPoint, Word, and Excel in your doc there, all open yeah. like they're open. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to pass the, the conversation back to you, in, honestly. In Excel, all we do is, like, I don't, I don't get that. I've been having a really hard time with Excel recently. Why? I guess, okay, so in my stats class, mm. we get, like, you know, a bunch of these, like, numbers and stuff. Yeah. Like, and then we we'll have to, like, multiply them across. So I have a bunch that we'll need to multiply, like, the same number or something or in a row. And it's easy to just use Excel to multiply them all. But I'm never good at, like, if I need to multiply a whole row... By the exact same number, I don't know how to do that. Why do you... I don't get why you don't just write it down and use a calculator. Okay, when you have, like, a, two columns of, like, ten numbers each, and you have to multiply them all together, add them up, go back and multiply every single number yeah, by that number again... You know, your calculator, what kind of calculator do you have? Do you I have a TI-84? It's a scientific one. Okay, then you've got lists in there. You can put the numbers into two lists and then still, multiply the lists by each other. It's and... still harder because, and here you can just, like, download the numbers already. Okay. It kind of makes it Fair easy. Fair enough. But that might work a little bit better, but... Like, our teacher's teaching us how to do that in the calculator so we can do it on the AP test and but stuff. I... <laughs> My phone's ringing. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Should I, uh, I won't answer it. I'll see who it is, though. All right. Oh, it's Michael. Let, let's, uh, we're going to have a guest. Hello, Michael. You are on the Nerd of the Street Friday Night Hangout. How you doing? Hey, pretty good. What's up? Hey, just a quick question. I know we talked about uh, recording this place this weekend. Are we still doing that at some point? Um, well, let's see. Adam, are you available to record this place tomorrow? What, let's see. It would have to be after 5. All right. Michael, anytime after 5 tomorrow that you'd be available? Uh, yeah, probably later at night, because I'm going to go to my grandparents for a while, but after that, that'll probably work. Alright, can you give me a ballpark time? Sorry, what did you say? Can you give me, like, a approximate time? Um, I think we're supposed to be there at, like, 4 o'clock, probably, like, 8. Alright, 8 p.m., yep. that, that worked for you, Adam? It works. Alright, that works for Adam, so we'll we'll plan on that. Alright, cool. See ya. Alright, see ya. Bye. And that is how you do business, everyone. Nerd <laughs> the street. So, where were we? I don't even know. Uh, stats. Something with Excel. Oh, we don't, like, I think you're going to have to use Excel more, like, later, though. Because, like, you can use it on a calculator. But just in general, I think Excel is going to be better. Like, just going further with everything. I don't... It's easier to visualize it as well. All right, that I could kind of see, but, like, when I, you can just write it down on notebook paper visualize it that takes a long time to write everything out and what if you like misspell it and the calculator screen is only so big that makes it difficult as well i mean you can't do that like, forever. i'm all for technology like, but like i don't like the idea of having to have a full x86 computer with me whenever i need to calculate some p-values well if you're okay if you're in like a legitimate like stats profession you're like, I'm going out into the field. St like, I'm not going to want to bring a MacBook with me entering in things okay, into Excel. Oh, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> like, on the street. Oh, there's a data value. Type that into my laptop. No, I'd rather have a calculator with me. I don't think in you're my back doing pocket. That. It's, I mean, like, you're not some archaeologist. <laughs> you're right. Like, you're right. Uh, you're like, yeah. So, coming back, I don't know how it all applies right now. It's whatever. I'm just saying. I'm really bad at that. I generally, like... 
end up not using Excel anyways. They do so bad. Hmm. But it's have you there. tried using Access? Do you have Access? I might. I mean, I get, I get, if I get Word, PowerPoint, and Excel. I might get Access. Does that come the three sixty five? I think all of them come in three sixty five. Yeah, I should have Access. I don't know if it's hmm. on my computer. I don't know if I downloaded it, but it may. Where's uh, where's the folder for Microsoft? Uh, oh, you just got them here. So you have Outlook. If you have Outlook, I think you should have access somewhere. Uh, uh, I might have downloaded Outlook myself for some reason. Uh, why? I, what does Outlook do? Email. Oh, then no, I It's didn't. an email client. <laughs> oh, does that, so that's Why do you have Origin? What's on with Origin? Everyone hates it. They have Sims on Origin. Okay, fair enough. Actually, but... I don't even know if I played Sims on my laptop. I don't mind Origin. I like. I kind of don't like tell it. anyone on Reddit that you oh. like. You, you, I'm just gonna go on Reddit and say, "Hey, Adam likes Origin and also Tumblr," and everyone's just gonna <laughs> gang up on you. <laughs> Whatever. That's how I am. I like to be a little bit of a rebel. Uh, so, so Outlook. Oh, I should use Outlook. On my school. But email. you've already got the Microsoft or the yeah, Apple Mail. Yeah, but. Does that work? I don't think that worked with my school, with my Outlook email. Outlook email? Outlook.com? No. Um, uh, what do you call it? The the college uses something. Google Apps? No, no, the college uses... Outlook? It's on Outlook.com. But it's not Outlook, that's not what the email is. Yes, it, I, yeah. It is. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think it is? They have like a special thing. They have a domain name. That goes through Outlook. Goes through Outlook.com. I Outlook guess. is a program. Outlook.com is the mail service. Yeah. Like but... S&T, Missouri S&T, they use Gmail. Now it's at mst.edu, okay, yeah, but they yeah. use Gmail. You're, Merrimack, like so, at yeah, merrimack.edu, but they use Outlook.com. They use Outlook.com. All right. So, yes, you can connect to that through Apple Mail. Okay. I thought I tried before and it didn't work. Maybe I just typed it in wrong. Uh, probably. Like, there, you got to get the settings right and everything. Yeah, um, that's, that's difficult. But. While you got that open, I see you have Telegram installed. I do have Telegram installed. Um, so we're going to continue using that. I'm going to continue using it for personal use. Uh, mm-hmm. We might go back to it for professional use, but tonight I actually had something else to show you that Ooh. I'd like us to start using for Nerd on the Street stuff. And Is it better it's, than Telegram? It's better than Telegram while you're using it. Now, the only problem is like the notifications aren't as great. Like, I'm not oh. sure if it'll buzz your phone every time you get a new message, but um, have you ever heard of Slack? Never. All right, so Slack is this, it's, it's this up-and-coming thing. Like, it was introduced a couple of years ago. Everyone who's anyone in the business world is using this really? for, like, team collaboration within companies. Rooster Teeth started using it, like, six months ago, but it, even, like, non-web companies, just all kinds of people um, are using this. A lot of development people are switching from IRC, which is a 20-year-old thing that was tried and true. People are switching from IRC to Slack because Slack is a a better way to communicate with people. So what it is, it's a messenger, and you've got your your server, and then it's organized into different channels. And it's sort of like Discord, except it's text-based. So you've got, like, the general off-topic channel, and then... Um, so for Rooster Teeth, they've got like a Ruby channel that, that they've got all of everyone who's involved in Ruby, they have been added to the Ruby channel. And then when they're talking about Ruby production, it goes on in that channel. They've got a red mm-hmm. versus blue channel. Now there's some people who work on both. So they're in both channels. Some people are only in one channel. Some people are only in the other one. So, um, it's nice because, 
uh, well, it's nice for a couple reasons. So I set it up for Nerd on the Street, um, something like it. I didn't set up Slack. I'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> okay. But I set up something like Slack for Nerd on the Street, and it's nice because, one, I'll be able to talk to several people at once about things. Like, um, you got my telegram earlier this week where I said we're back on the iTunes store, oh, right? Yeah. And I sent that. Did you see it? said I sent it to you and Michael. I right. made a group with just you and Michael, and I sent that. But um, I don't like having to do, like having to make a group because now that group is taking up space and I'm hardly ever going to use it. Um, But I, you know, I had been talking to Michael about the podcast stuff. You're obviously involved in the podcast here. So I was like, I want to send that to both of them. But so now with the Nerd on the Street thing that we've got now, or it's, you know, the the chat thing we've got now, there's a podcast channel. So I can just put that image into the podcast channel and say, hey, we're back. Um, And then also like, it separates things out. I text you about a lot of stuff. I text you about the podcast. I text you about Displaced, about the gaming channel. Yeah, um, right now, you've got to scroll through all of that stuff. But with channels, like if I'm text, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. Like if you get a me- uh, message and you see that it's in the Displaced channel, you know I'm talking about Displaced. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> of course, it's, yeah, it's nice so that we can have um, like different people talking. Yeah about the same thing. It's a more organized way to do group stuff. Hmm. Um, like, Telegram is great for one-on-one. Yeah, that's right. But it's... I don't like their mechanism for group stuff. Uh, um, so, yeah, I set up this thing. Um, so, Linux Action Show, a few weeks ago, who you all know that I enjoy watching the Linux Action Show, they did a channel... Or they did a channel. <laughs> they did an episode where okay. they talked about two open-source Slack alternatives. Now, Slack is proprietary. And we all know that I don't like proprietary things. Yeah. Um, and we also know that I don't like um, things that other people host. So, like, I don't have the server for Discord. I don't like that. I'd rather host my own Discord server. So, um, Jupiter, uh, Jupiter Broadcasting does a Linux Action Show. <laughs> I'm selling my words here in this story. Linux Action Show uh, did an episode where they were talking about Mattermost and Rocket Chat, two different programs that are both made to rival Slack. Okay, so Rocket Chat is like everything like you could possibly want in a chat application is in this. Right? But. It's like got so many features, but it's kinda buggy, a little bit slower, and the mobile apps aren't very good. Okay. Um but they have mobile apps for iOS and Android. And they That's have good. um now Mattermost, way more simplistic. Um, like it's just the basics. There's not a lot of flashy stuff like Rocket Chat. You can do video conference calls in from oh. your web browser, and then um, Mattermost just flat its text. That's all it is. Mm. Um, Mattermost has an iOS app, not an Android app. The iOS app is supposedly a lot better, um, a lot more put together than the Rocket Chat app, but it doesn't <laughs> do as much. Um, so I decided to go with Mattermost. Um, Mattermost. Yeah, so I decided to, last night I sat down, and I actually spent a good two hours yesterday um, figuring out which one I wanted to go with. Because I'd watched this thing a couple weeks ago. I thought, hmm, maybe one day I'll set one of those up for Nerd in the Street. I've been thinking about it the past couple weeks. I sent that group text to you too. I decided I'm going to set up a Slack alternative for Nerd in the Street. So I sit down to install Mattermost. And um, I, well, yeah, I spent a lot of time. I ended up flipping a coin. I got Mattermost. Because <laughs> I, I couldn't decide. I couldn't decide which one. That's how, like, I... There wasn't one that I'm leaning towards. Normally, even when I'm indecisive, there's one that I'm leaning towards. I honestly could have gone either way. So I flipped a coin, went with Mattermost. <laughs> um, so I sit down to install Mattermost. Uh, like three hours later, 
uh, this is what I was doing all yesterday afternoon. Like three hours later, I finally get it installed. Way more difficult than I thought it would be. Um, and Mattermost is written in uh, in Go, which mm-hmm. is a really complicated programming language for someone who's used to just web stuff. So I finally get that installed, and then I want to go and add HTTPS um, SSL so that it's more secure. So I close the server, but I don't know how to actually close the server properly. So I just I kill the process by doing Control C. That kills the process in a Linux terminal. Um, and I, I did this in a DigitalOcean droplet, by the way. That made it super easy, because when I got pissed off at Mattermost after killing the process, it wouldn't start back up again, because I, I like deleted or um, corrupted some file. It wouldn't start up, because it detected that the data integrity was wrong. I went online, somebody else had the same problem, and you know what the developers told them? Oh yeah, you're not supposed to kill the process, you're gonna have to reinstall. Uh, so it only took me about an hour this time to install it again. Finally get it installed again. I go to do HTTPS, close the process out, and then the same thing happens again where it wouldn't start up again. <laughs> so I, you know, if you can't recover, if your program consistently cannot recover from just simply killing the process, if that's going to corrupt everything and make me have to reinstall and set up a new database and everything, I decided, okay, now we're doing Rocket Chat. Uh, which is funny because I like I full on committed to Mattermost. I had it installed. I had it That's working. Like, no. I had it working. I just wanted to make it more secure, and then it broke it again. So yeah, I was like, screw that. Um, that was probably like 11 p.m. last night. I'm oh, like, goodness. okay, we're going with Matter. Uh, we're going with Rocket Chat. So um, DigitalOcean, it was great. You know what I did? I just I deleted the droplet. That server's poof gone. Make a new droplet. Now I got a fresh new server. All the stuff I've been doing completely gone. I love DigitalOcean. Like, yeah. I've, you know, I've been talking, we use DigitalOcean for, like, the web server. That's something I set up once, and, like, I, okay, it's a server. It was about the same experience as setting up a server here, right? right? But if I had been installing that on, like, this Mac Pro, if I wanted to wipe and start with a clean slate, it would have taken me an hour just to reinstall the operating system. Oh. DigitalOcean, you click, you know, b- delete the droplet, five seconds, it's gone, 30 more seconds, you got a fresh new one. Operating system is installed. There's no available updates because all the updates are already installed. Like, super convenient from a, uh, that point of view. Um, so, yeah, then I ended up staying up until about 2 a.m. installing Rocket Chat. Just had to get it done. <clears throat> and I'm then I ended there. up, I got installed except for SSL. And I'm like, okay, I'll set up SSL tomorrow morning. So this morning, I had a French horn quartet practice at 10 a.m. At, up at the high school. So I get up at 8 o'clock, right? So I'm like, the first thing I do is I pick up my phone that I brought up there, um, just in case someone texted me overnight about the quartet thing. I pick up my phone. I'm like, oh, let's log into Rocket Chat. Okay, here we go. We're in Rocket Chat. Oh, there's an option to enable SSL. All right. Um, it, it was actually an option to force SSL. Mm-hmm. So I, I check the box. I click save, and then it stops working. Everything stops working. What? Um, so I'm oh. like, awesome. That's okay. Awesome. So um, some other stuff happened throughout the day. I come down here after... Uh, the quartet practice and everything, and I'm setting this up. So what happened was, the way that it's set up, in the end, is I'm using Nginx, which is a web server that is also useful for other things. Like Apache is a web server, that's all it does. Nginx is a web server. It's Nginx is also what's rebroadcasting the stream. Um, so I, I used Nginx as a, a, they call it a reverse proxy, where when someone tries to go to Nerdland Street, uh, it's chat.nerdlandstreet.com. And guys, don't go to it because it's only for Nerdland Street people. But um, if someone goes to that website 
Nginx catches all of that traffic, ports it through SSL, and then, like, right. on the server itself, it's not SSL. That's the correct way to do it. Like, it's from this computer to the server, SSL, and then on that server, just regular old data. But then, when I checked the force SSL option in Rocket Chat, apparently that's something you're not supposed to do, because that tries to do SSL through Rocket Chat. And so now Rocket Chat is directing you to uh, HTTPS, and Nginx is also directing you to HTTPS. It created a, uh, uh, it's not a feedback loop, but it, it created a redirect loop. And so then I had to figure out, without accessing Rocket Chat, how to disable that. I had to learn a new database system called MongoDB. Never used it before. I always use my MySQL. And like I've had limited experience with uh, PostgreSQL, however you pronounce that one. The one that starts with P. Um, that's what I used for Mattermost, and that was like pretty similar to MySQL, just um, not a, not a front end thing. Like MySQL, I use PHP my admin for a front end, but like PostgreSQL, I had to actually go into the command line and do that. MongoDB, completely different, like nothing. Like so, I had to learn this just so I could get into this database, change one setting, turn force SSL off. Now we've got the SSL thing on through Nginx. Everything's perfect. So we got it up and running. Perfect. We got it up and running. So here it is right here. And I'm going to go ahead and switch our, our feed to the laptop okay. screen. It's bullet. And uh, I'd, I'd like to get your take, if it loads, on uh, what you think about this. Yeah, that's not working very well. I like the blue. Thanks. Yeah, it was a darker blue, but I changed it. Um, okay. <laughs> well... It, I, I swear it was working. Let's try typing it in. Chat.nerdofthestreet.com. Well. Hmm. hmm. There we go. There we okay. go. There it goes. Okay. So this is it. Uh, I'm still playing with the colors and stuff, so if the text, some of it's kind of hard to read. That's whatever. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Already it looks very nice. Right, right, yeah. So it is based in the web browser. It does have a Mac app. It's got a Windows app, and it's got mm -hmm. a, a Linux app, and iOS and Android apps. The thing about those apps is they aren't actually native apps. They use Electron. Um, Discord also uses Electron. I don't know if you've installed the Discord app on your computer at home. No, I can't do that. It's Linux. Oh, that's right. That, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Electron is basically a wrapper for web apps. And Discord is an example of doing that correctly. Discord, it looks like a native app. This does not look like a native app. When you install it with Electron, you can tell it's just this web page in a window. But, <laughs> um, but, you know, at least it's, you know, you get an icon for it. So um, you can see here we've got, this is just the welcome page. I might put some more stuff, I might not. Um, so on the sidebar here we've got channels, and it's got, the, the reason why those are pound signs is because that's what um, IRC uses, and it's supposed to be a replacement okay. for IRC. So like we've got the uh, displaced channel here. So we go into here, and you can say I created the room, and I changed it to displaced animation crew. You know, we got the podcast room, and then we got just the general room. This is what it looks like when we send things. <laughs> Okay, um, that does remind me a lot of Discord. <coughs> yeah. In general. Does it? Yeah, it does, right. Um, it, it does. It's similar to Discord. The, the big difference is we're hosting this ourselves, yeah. which I wanted us to host ourselves. Also, like, Discord is geared toward gaming, and it's also geared toward being public. Um, we're going through someone else's authentication service. We're going through, um, you know, anyone can connect to that. This is a completely private thing. It's we're hosting it, and I manage the users for it. Um, and it's also, this is meant for text. I know it's got, like, video chatting capability, but mm. it is meant for Obviously. just, you know, text chat. So it's supposed to be a replacement, really, for Telegram when we're talking about neuron-of-the-street things. 
Now, Telegram is one of the best apps that I have ever encountered, so I'll still use that. We'll probably end up still using it for Nerd on the Street stuff, but I just wanted to see if you guys would use this. Um, go ahead and go to it, and I actually made you an account. What is this chat? Uh, Chat.nerdonthestreet.com. And I made you an account just so that you could, could look on it and see. Let me know if you think this is something you guys will actually use or if I'm just going to end up deleting this, this drop in a couple months. But I, 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 you know, I made the decision we're going to use it for a little bit because I spent hours and hours um, just setting the darn thing up. So your, your username is Heated Wonder, and your password is the password that you used for the Nerno Street Cloud. Let's see. Do you want me? I, I've got it written down if you need it. I might know it. Keep this out of the camera shot, but uh, oh, there are you got it. I'm in. All right, I remembered it. So I don't think I think you're in all three of those channels, right? Or, uh, all all four of the channels. No, well, click I cancel. I don't see any. Oh wait a minute, what is all this? All right, so it didn't put them in your sidebar when I added you to them, but see, you're viewing the channel right now. So like, you want to be in that displaced channel? Yeah, you click join, right? Did you uh, click oh, join? I think join? Oh. Yeah, so then okay, yeah, now so it's now it'll show up in your sidebar, and then it says Heated Wonder has joined this channel. There we go, okay. Um, so yeah, now, are you in the podcast one yet? Podcast? No, I am. All right. Yeah, I thought that, uh, well, that's weird. What? Well, okay, so I added you to them... So that's why you didn't have to join them. Um, see, Mattermost, when you add someone to the channel, it automatically puts it in their sidebar. And in Slack, right. it does that. I don't like that, that, that this doesn't do that. But yeah, now I can go into the podcast channel and I can send like, hey, are we doing a podcast tonight? Oop. Send that. Then there we go. And then it shows up over there. And then, uh, yeah. I think I just got a notification from me sending that. Yeah. <laughs> see, my phone just... Wait, you can, I thought you, you... I sent it and I got a notification. But see, like, when I actually oh. go to the app, the app's broken right now. It won't let me access it because of the darn HTTPS stuff. Okay. So, um, the app's not great, but I think I need to reinstall the app. Is what see, I, I'm, I'm going to do that. mixed up, like, which one worked on Android and whatnot. Um, it is all mixed up. So this one does, that one does. Yeah, Rocket Chat works on Android, but it's a really crappy app. Um, Mattermost was a much better app, but it was only for iOS... But, like, both of them work on, like, mobile browsers, so... But, yeah, um... Yeah, so so there's that. So then, like, I'll go in... I'm, I'm gonna introduce this to Michael, and then, like, instead of having to call me and ask if we're doing displaced production, right, Michael can just go in here and say, which Hey, you, you said we were talking about doing displaced production this weekend. Are we gonna do that? Which would be, yeah, a lot easier. Yeah, now here's the kicker. What? I assume you're gonna get the app for this on your phone, and if you if you do that, because you've got Telegram on your phone. Yeah, right? I do. So if you get the app for this on your phone and it gives you notifications, then you'll be good with using this, right? Right. All right. I'm just worried if it doesn't give you notifications, I... then you're probably never going to check it. Uh... Like, what I do on my computer, I've got five or six tabs that are always pinned. I always have Gmail. I've always got Fastmail. I've always got Reddit, Vote, YouTube, and now this pinned on my desktop because but like I also have a thousand tabs open all the time for someone who doesn't have a thousand tabs open you might not want to have this open all the time in the background I don't know I probably would because they always have a browser open when I used to have one hurt oh yeah or I always have telegram open like I what I, I you know you can like pin stuff so that it's just there at the beginning and okay oh I didn't yeah. know you could do that actually. yeah I I use that a lot it I 
started doing it in Chrome, well, but actually, I worked with Firefox also. <laughs> you you're in, Chrome, you're in Opera, right? It, you, you can do okay. it in Opera. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. It's pinned. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're going to use this for a little bit, see how it goes. Um, what I did was, uh, this, we're using this in a $5 a month DigitalOcean droplet, but then I, I took our Minecraft server and moved it from the $20 a month down to the $10 a month, which I was planning on doing anyway. I was like, you know what, not enough people are on the server to justify this two gigabyte server. We're going to bring it down to a one gig. And then um, mm -hmm. now I know we kept running out of RAM before, but that was before the swap thing. We've still got the 10 gigabyte swap file on the Minecraft server. Right. So I just changed it down. Now we've got one gigabyte of actual RAM and then still the 10 gig swap file. Um, so we saved $10 a month with that, and then we're paying $5 a month for this, and I might add, like, you know, something else to the server later, but, um, we're still paying $5 a month less than we were last week, so. Hey. So, That's yeah. Good. Um, but obviously I don't want to pay $5 a month if we don't use it at all, so if this fizzles out and dies, then I just, you know, we'll delete the, the droplet. But yeah, it was just, it was way harder. What they do is they say, oh, install this using Docker. Do you know what Docker is? Never heard of it. Docker is where you put one line in the terminal and it sets up the whole program for you, all of the dependencies. Okay, doesn't nice. affect anything else on your computer. Doesn't like mess any other programs up. It's all containerized. Updates, one line, it updates everything. Um, and if this program needs this version of another program, this version, you know, this program needs a different version, like it's all separated into containers. Like, so there's a rocket shack container and then there's like other containers uh -huh. through Docker, and they say, "Oh, this is great, this Docker <laughs> thing," and then that it just didn't work, for one thing. And two, if you go to Docker's website, they say, "Do not use this for actual websites. This is only for testing purposes did and they, development like, purposes." Did they like forget? Like maybe it worked before. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Like so, Docker is meant for developers to test things on, and then you've got like people making apps and saying Docker's the official way you're supposed to use the app. Um, but I didn't want to do that, and even when I did, it didn't work. So I had to install it without Docker, and it was yeah, it was a whole deal. But it's working, and I'm I'm darn proud. Uh, so yeah, that that all we're, we're gonna use that. So I wanted to talk about that because that's literally like I I spent about ten or twelve hours that I should have been spending on displaced. I spent on setting this thing up, um, but now we can be cool, like <laughs> like you yeah, know what Rooster cool. Teeth has Slack. We have a group chat program, too, uh, that's pretty much the same thing as Slack. Oh, right, this is written in, I said this is written in JavaScript, right? So, Mattermost is written in Go. This is written, it's actually written in Meteor, which is like a JavaScript, uh, it's just like JavaScript plus a couple other things. But basically, this is like written in web standards that were not originally meant for chatting, but they used it anyway. Whereas, like, Mattermost is written in something that's meant for super complicated applications, then again, it's also super complicated set up also. So, so yeah, we're going to see how that goes. So you set up any uh, any super-duper web applications this oh, week? Oh, like, like I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, hold on. It took you, I don't know how long, that really long time. Yeah. And I'm me, so it would have taken, like, at least, like, ten times as long for me to figure that out. Mm. For sure. Like... <sighs> I would never even try and start that. It was insane. I was like, yeah, I ended up wiping the droplet they should make four or five easier. times. Yeah. Might as well just like make a new one. Like make your own. Chat application? At that point, yeah, you might as well. Um, so you didn't, uh, didn't do that. What else did you do this week? 
I don't even know. This week has been super busy. Just yeah. everything. I've been trying to, like, read my stories more. So I can actually, like, talk in class. For what class? Uh, fiction. Oh, right. But even, like, when I try and read them, it doesn't turn out well. Hmm. I just don't get it. And I have a teacher come back and, like, yeah, this didn't happen. You said it happened, but it didn't uh, happen. Like, it was just, like, a miswording, hmm. though. That's awkward. <laughs> it was just, like, a, so, like... This woman's child died, and when I was asking my question, I said abortion, but it wasn't an abortion. <laughs> and so, it was an accident. I just, like, didn't think about it. It was just because I was writing it when I wasn't reading the story. So it's like, oh, well. Yeah. The same thing, but... You know what I just realized is our stream probably still says Teen Town on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you finish, uh, did you st- stream um, Toon Town on no. Saturday? No. <laughs> no. I'm going to log into Twitch and change that. I wonder if anybody, like, got on, like, at 6 o'clock then. Yeah. What what kind of stories have you been reading in fiction? Are you enjoying them, or is it just they're a, pretty boring. a chore? They're pretty boring. Or they're just, like, weird. Especially hard when you gotta look like, deep meanings. Like, I don't even know what they're about. Like, they're about, like, women's rights and just stuff like that right now. Huh. I can't remember, like, last one... This guy got into some, he lost, he got injured doing working, and then he's too scared to go back, and then he's like, I don't know, wants to do all this stuff, and his wife left him, it's all weird. They're not good stories. I mean, they're good to read, but they're kind of depressed, sad stories. Real. Alright, I put real life as the game that, that we're playing. Is that it? Oh, you can do that? You just, like, put whatever game, too? Yeah, if someone searches real life in the game section, we'll be, like, okay. one of the only people there. <laughs> I want to see, like, 100 people start watching. Yeah. <laughs> Some people. Uh, you ever see the, um... Do you ever want... Have you ever watched... Well, you've watched... Is Psych, haven't you? Yes. That reminds... I don't know why I just think this. But the episode with the woman and... She does, like, the show thing where everyone just, like, watches her live in her house. Like, yeah, I remember that. That's what people are going to Seems pretty awkward. <laughs> yeah. Like, like do people actually do that? Or I was that, know. like, a, just a I could a imagine that some people could see it as, like, a form of, like, art. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm sure it's, it's got to be a thing if they thought about it there. Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> you can set it up. <laughs> What? You could set it up, like make flyers. We'll do it. Watch me work. Yeah, watch me sit and video edit. I was watching, um, you ever see Sanity Not Included? Huh? You ever, have you ever seen the Sanity Not Included no. series? Okay, whatever. Go <laughs> look it up. It's just some, like, animated series. It's really funny that's been going on for a little bit. Hmm. And so the guy who did it, Dexter Manning, I, he did, he decided to live stream, like, whenever about like how like he makes it and i don't okay. know like so he used whatever video editor they got and it was just like live video editing like or editing like really quick mm. and like doing the voice and everything right then yeah and it was impressive yeah i thought about doing that uh thing where we record me editing the last episode of displaced last yeah. season and we didn't end up doing that but like for people who are interested in production that might be Cool for them. Mm-hmm. I still need to uh, listen to the commentary on Ruby because I've got those DVDs. Oh. 
I just haven't gotten around to it. I got plenty of time because this hiatus is going to be. Who does the uh, commentary? Um, I think like Monty and Miles and Carrie did some, and then like I think there's more than one track for every episode too. Like di- a couple different groups did them. Oh. Like there's animators commentary, and then there's maybe like some actors did commentary okay. on some of them, but. I see. But, yeah, so it's but... not the same people going through like the entire series. Well, um, they probably recorded it, since on the DVD it's like a movie, they probably did, like, one group of people watch the entire season through, okay. um, or volume. Because you just made it sound like they might have, like, swap people out. At some no, they, I don't think they swap people out between episodes like they would for an actual TV show commentary. Okay. Well, the, yeah, that's a lot longer. Like, huh? Those are a lot longer, especially, but... Yeah. Now that I think about it, I didn't think, like, I was thinking, like, the displaced, like, lengths... And then I forgot. That's about the length that Ruby well, volumes are. It's not, like an hour and a half. I don't know. Because the last, like, Ruby, at least series three, each episode is like 18 minutes, 14 minutes. Yeah, volume three was longer, I think. I is think volume three was the longest that one. But... I thought, okay. But yeah, like, volume one, I think. I don't know. Like, they fit it all onto one DVD, so it can't like, be that big. Like, how much was on each episode, is what I mean? Less than 20 minutes. Yeah. They were like ten minutes for like the first and last one, less than. I guess half the yeah. Rest once of it gets longer, it's um, separating people out. I yeah, because like when you get like uh like my Stargate DVDs, there's five different discs for every season. Like Ruby, they fit the entire thing onto one DVD. A DVD is only four point two gigs, so oh. like it can't be too long, without super sacrificing the quality. <laughs> it's not like Just like a thousand gigs. Like yeah, just all one pixel, like, super compressed. Exactly. Have all the video we want on here. Maybe, like, after Blu-ray. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you could, like, I know that Blu-ray, you can fit more content, like, not just the higher quality, but you can fit longer stuff on Blu-ray, yeah. even at the higher quality than DVD. But Blu-ray's proprietary. Okay, how do they fit stuff, like... I feel like some of the stuff, like, say, like, I don't know... Like, PSP, you know how, like, those things, like, really small? Yeah. Like, those, some of those things feel like they'd be, like, a lot bigger than, like, a movie. Well, PSP, you said? Yeah. Like, the, so that's the portable one. Yeah. So, like, the graphics are going to be really small, because it's a really small screen, it's low resolution. Okay. I guess that's the difference. Yeah. So, on Tuesday, there was band competition at Limburg. Mm-hmm. Concert band competition. Did you win? Well, it was uh, it was one of those where they just rank you like, or they give you a score. Like they don't rank you, but they just give mm-hmm. you a score. And last year was the first year in the past you know decade that we've gotten a two instead of a one, and they're really mad. Um, so we got. Yeah. I'm pleased to say that um, our wind symphony got all three of the judges gave us ones in every single category. Ooh. So and uh, that our director said that's never happened in his career before. So he was he was <laughs> pretty happy. Is. Um, our symphonic band got all twos in every category. Well, so he was not okay. as happy, but to be fair, they are the lower band, so. Yeah, who cares about them? Yeah. So that was fun. So you're in the symphonic band? I'm in Wind Symphony. Okay. Oh. The better one. Okay, that's good. The one that got the higher score. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. Yeah. Kirsten's in the symphonic band. Well, that sucks. Yeah. Like, they weren't actually that bad. We got to see them. Their their entrance onto the stage is horrible, though. So they entered from the, like, audience left. Yeah. And so the first thing, like, the, the first row walks all the way across. They don't go in. So there's, like, chairs in arcs. So you'd think that, like, they walk in with the person who ends up on the right going first. Yeah. So you'd think that they just go in 
to the in the row, right? right? So they so. the first person leads the row across. So then like everyone else has to fold over and walk in front of the other people. Like they go all the way across the stage in front of all the chairs and then like go in the wrong way. And then the, the second row and third row managed to do all right, but then the fourth row, one of the tubas knocked down one of the microphones sitting on the stand like while they were walking by or sitting on the stage. Like, they, they just walked by, and they were carrying their tube over their shoulder, and, like, they clipped the microphone, and the mic just, like, fell. And then it almost <laughs> fell off the stage. But oh, it was it on? But um, it, I, I, it wasn't on. I think okay. it was just recording, because it wasn't amplifying. Because yeah. it was pretty small. It was Lindbergh's Auditorium, which isn't huge. I don't know if I've been there. Um, but, yeah, it's... Yeah, it was, that was... Their, their entrance was a hot mess, but... Is that why they did that? No. Um... Like, did they, like, plan for that? Like, oh, we're going to make plan for you to walk all the way around. Like, is that... No, they were supposed to go in the other way. But, yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, their playing wasn't that bad. Okay. So what's the lowest score you can get? Five. Five? Yeah. The two still? Okay. Yeah. Now, it's the opposite for, uh, it's the opposite for the solo and small ensemble thing that is tomorrow. There, you want to get a five, and it wants the lowest score. My, I figure that you would always want to get a five, but... Uh, no, you want to get a one at um, just well, large should, ensemble competition. Well, they shouldn't do that. They should do it the opposite. Well, they don't. Um, so, solo and small ensemble. So, today I had... It, we decided that we were going to practice today. Our band director was like, hey, school's off tomorrow, but I'm going to come up and unlock the doors for you guys for, like, three or four hours in the morning if you guys want to come and practice. You're going to have school Right. What? I don't know. It's so, um, it's cheating. We also don't have school next Tuesday. <clears throat> whatever. Because of voting or whatever. But, yeah, so, um, Lauren told me, all right, we're going to practice our ensemble at 10 o'clock a.m. tomorrow. She texted right. that to me. So yeah. I show up at 10, and I stand there, and then at, like, 10.01, Lauren walks in with, like, a, a trumpet player, a tuba player, a baritone player, and another trumpet player. And I'm like, okay, they all walked in at the same time. That's weird. And then Lauren was like, oh, hi, Jacob. And then just walks past me, and they all go and set <laughs> yeah, up right. on the stage. And the percussion was taking out the band room because there are a bunch of divas. But um, they, yeah. so the, the, these brass people go and set up on the stage. And I'm like, I just kind of stand there and look at her. And she's like, I didn't tell you that we were starting at 10, did I? And I, I was like, yeah, yeah, you did. And she was like, oh, no, the, the quintet was starting at 10. Our, our quartet was starting at 10.30. I was oh, like, so and she was like, so yeah, you can like go home probably if you want. I, I was like, Lauren, if I go home, I'm not coming back here because I don't give a crap about this quartet. None of us do. <laughs> Emma and Lauren. Emma only cares about her solo. Lauren only cares about this quintet. Yeah. Cheryl doesn't give a crap about any of it. And then I, I wanted Kevin to be on our quartet instead of Cheryl, but Cheryl's in it, so... And nobody else cares about it, so I'm like, why should I put effort into it? I'm of not course, gonna be the yeah, only one to put effort into it. Yeah. So none of us care about this quintet or this quartet. So, yeah, uh, we. Sorry, I'm installing updates on air, which is never a good thing. Um, so yeah, I'm sitting there for 30 minutes while these people are practicing, and then at 10:30, like I walk over to Lauren and I'm like, it's 10:30, we're gonna start now. And and she was like, can we have a couple more minutes to finish up? And I was like. I just kind of stared at her and then walked away. But the other two people didn't show up until, like, 10.45, Emma showed up. Then, at 10.45, Emma and Lauren were like, okay, where's Cheryl? I'm like, I'll text her. I, I text Cheryl, like, hey, where are you? And Cheryl's like, she texts me back, 
yeah, I can't really get, uh, I, I can't come after all. And then she sends me a picture of, like, this big, like, truck, this box truck, blocking her car in, like, a parking lot. Oh. I don't know if she lives in an apartment or something, because it looked like it was an apartment parking lot, and her car was, like, blocked in by this box truck. I'm like, oh. that is not an excuse for you not showing up to <laughs> rehearsal. You know, go and get whoever's in the box truck to move the truck, Right. Right. Um, <laughs> but I, I wanted to leave personally. I just wanted to go home. So I'm like, okay, Cheryl says she can't make it because her car's blocked in. That's too bad. Guess we can't practice. And then Lauren's were like, well, one of you two can go get her. And I was like, I'm not wasting gas to go and pick up Cheryl. So Emma's like, I'll do it. I, I got to go and bring something to my brother at home anyway. So that'll take five minutes. I'll grab Cheryl and come back here. We end up starting at like 11 o'clock. What? An hour after I get here, we're starting to practice. And I told them, like, I told Lauren at 10.30 when nobody else was there, I'm like, just so you know, I'm leaving at 11.30. So if other people aren't here by 11.30, I'm, I'm leaving. Um, it's, but then she thought that that meant, like, I had somewhere to actually be. Oh. So, so then, like, 11.30 rolls around, and we're like, okay, that was an all right practice. We still sound like crap, but we're not going to get much better. Our band director's left, so there's no one to really, you know, tell us how to do any better. Um, and, and then Lauren was like, then Jacob said he had to leave at 11.30 anyway, so I guess we got to end now. I was like, lucky. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. yes. That's so um, yeah. You should have just left from the beginning, like, nope. Don't make that mistake. I mean, I didn't want to be an obvious person not giving a crap, but... But so she's really the only person who cares. Who? Lauren? Yeah. No, but she doesn't. She only cares about her quintet. Oh. I... (laughs) She just has nothing better to do than sit around at school all day, whereas I was trying to get a chat application up and running, and I'm sitting, you know... You should just, like, unform your quartet. Like, just, like, like all. <laughs> just don't do it? Exactly. They, the thing is, like, they that just looks bad for Oakville if we sign up for it and we don't show up. Because they can't, like, cancel it. Why did everyone sign up for it? Because the directors pressure us into it. Oh. And I was excited about doing it with Kevin. And then Brakefield's like, oh, no, we're going to give you guys lots of class time to practice. So uh, we're going to have Cheryl do it instead because you're all on the same class. Because Kevin's in Symphonic Band and Cheryl's oh. in Wind Symphony with the rest of us. And... Um, then they ended up giving us one class period to practice solo ensemble. It's like, yeah, I'm so glad that you didn't mix symphonic band and wind symphony since you all, you gave us one whole class period where we couldn't have, have had everyone there. Yeah. So that's my whining about band for the week. <laughs> so when, when, what do you do with that? Like after practice? What do you do with it? Yeah. Like what, do you have like competition or something? Yeah. Tomorrow I, at four o'clock PM, I got to drive to some school like the do maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We just walk into some class. I think it's Ledoux. Walk into some classroom. It's not Ledoux. We walk into some classroom. There's three judges there. We sit down. We play. We leave. The next day, they email the scores to our, our band directors. And then anyone who gets a one is eligible to go to state and do the same thing over again. But, but just like right. five hours away instead of one hour away. So I'm like, we're going to get like a five or a four. <laughs> Um, two years ago we got a two. Last year we got a three. So I'm like, yeah, it's bound to go up again, right? Down. Down. Because you want to get a one. Here. No, you want to get a five. I got it all mixed up. <laughs> I don't know. Either We're gonna way, get a bad grade. Either way, it's cause... gonna go up because you got a two, then you got a three. So now you're gonna get a four. No, we got a three, and then no, we got a four, and then we got a three. We're so gonna get a two, two this year, right? Exactly. And if five's what you want, that's not good. Yeah. 
Well, whatever. But that's what happens when nobody practices. Like, I've been trying to get us to practice during A&P, you know, study hall. Because um, mm. our, our directors let us practice then. And I'm always like, hey, guys, do you want to practice? And they're all like, oh, no, we have homework to do. And I'm like, you know, I'm all for doing your homework during A&P and not actually at home. Like, I do that, too. But when we have an, a small ensemble, like, you know, oh, we have a quartet. We got to practice this. Like, I took it upon myself to start doing my homework at home these past couple weeks so that I could practice during A&P. And then nobody else did. They're always like, oh, I got to go finish this test because I'm slow and my teacher doesn't actually... You know, I, have you ever had a teacher that let you go in an A&P and finish a test? Because I've never had that. And, like, Michael, I talked to Michael no. about it. Michael said it's because I'm in so many high-level classes. And, like, he said that, that lower-level classes, they let you come in and finish tests. But I'm That like, is probably why. Like, every teacher I've ever had has been like, yeah, if you don't finish this test by the end of the block, you you know, I'm, I'm grading it. It really depends on how nice the teachers are. Like, I've had teachers say I don't care. And I've had te- plenty of teachers who have also, like, let me. Hmm. Which I don't really, like, take that long to finish a test. In the end, it's like, if you don't finish in time, you obviously don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, Lauren's got to go finish a test. Cheryl and Emma have homework to do for this do next block. Um, like, if they're not going to put their effort into the quartet, then yeah. I'm not going to concern myself with it. That's but yeah, not to mention our song sounds like absolute crap. Mm-hmm. Like, just the song itself. Like, when we're playing all the notes correctly. And, like, we, we thought we were doing something wrong. Like, we must be playing this in the wrong key. We must be missing something here. Let's go get our band director... Um, a couple weeks ago, we had um, Mr. Brakefield come and listen to us during A&P, and we were, like, expecting him to, like, tell us what big thing we were doing wrong to make this sound so bad. And he was like, oh, yeah, no, that sounds fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, get a little louder here and softer over here. But, yeah, you guys are doing good. And we're all like, this sounds like crap. Like, the, just, so I just think, Whoa. like, the song is super slow and... Well, okay, if he thinks it sounds fine, maybe the judges are like him, and they'll be like, okay, that's yeah. a good song. Like, you just think it sounds awful, but they're going to be like, oh, this is the most amazing. Just like the chords aren't chords, and it just sounds bad. So uh, so that's that's more complaining about band, even though I said it was done. What can you complain about this week? Or anything, anything good happened to you this week? Anything good? Yeah, we need no. some more Adam stories. I've been listening to the podcast, and the Adam stories are always a hit, actually. So we need more Adam stories. Tell us okay. a story from this week. A story. Okay, so you know how there's guitars? Guitars, yes. <laughs> and then there's ukuleles. Okay. Okay. There's also banjos. Well, there's also banjos. But this story's but about ukuleles. I didn't, I didn't think ukuleles you could play actual music with. Okay. Like, really. All right. I never knew that. Like, well, I mean, you can, you can play, is that Hawaiian music? Yeah. I didn't know you could, like, play other, like, notes. Hmm. I don't know. I never knew you could play, like, so many good things hmm. but I, I was, do you know someone who plays you no i was talking to someone and like yeah i play guitar and i'm like oh you know how to play guitar and they're like well no <laughs> i mean basic level songs but really no but i have a ukulele hmm. and i can play songs with that i'm like what kind of songs can you play with the ukulele like that's not impressive yeah <laughs> especially if you don't play hawaiian songs yeah it's about and they're like well no you can play like i don't know some like songs I don't know what I'd call it. You can play some you, songs. You wouldn't know. I don't know. I don't think you listen to that. This wasn't Jason Boyd. But like, no. Okay. He had a ukulele sold in our marching band show last year. I think I know who that is. I th- I feel like he's the guy. Does he have red hair? Yeah. I I swear I saw him in like this, the, I don't know if it was the Merrimack band. Some like, actually like real like band like with suits and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's... With suits. That's <laughs> how you know they're real. <laughs> you all dressed up and stuff. I think he's in some religious college. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I, did this? I... Did your friend play you a Luke ukulele song or? What me? Yeah, you know, your no. friend. <laughs> you were talking about. No, not they didn't play me one. Okay. Is what I mean. Did they play? How do you know they were telling the truth though? I don't know. Maybe they weren't. But I, I would hope they don't just lie like that. Hmm. I would hope. I'm with. Would you lie about playing the ukulele? Well, I guess you will. <laughs> no. Yes, someone might. Just to be like, just to be like, purposely. Well, no. If they play the ukulele, if I play the ukulele and you can't play any songs but Hawaiian songs, I might lie and say that you can play normal songs. Right. Oh, maybe. I, I, I'm guessing but, that you can play actual songs on I'm sure you can, but I've never, like, heard that way. So I don't yeah. know, like, what type of, like, notes you can hit. Hmm. Because I kind of figured that, like, multiple springs would have been just for show. Oh. And really, they all just do the same thing, in a sense. Yeah. No. But they're like, oh, you can play, like, alternative music. Just, like, you don't listen to that, I don't think. No. But, yeah. I don't know. Like, light, just basic guitar. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I it's way smaller than a guitar, so... Yeah, so make, it's going to be higher up. Yeah. That makes you wonder if you can play, like, normal songs on a banjo. Well, they're, like, the same thing, except one's Western and one's Hawaiian, right? Like, okay. They're the same thing. So are, I probably offended are, someone right there. Are, I mean, no. <laughs> I think every banjo and ukulele player just got offended. <laughs> I think that's true. You're going to get some, like... Knowing band kids, I think it's true. get some, like, Southern... Western, whatever you said, person playing like the ukulele. Oh, I meant ukulele. southern, yeah. Southern. But I wonder, like, do they play like similar notes, and it's just how they play it, or do they actually play like really different notes? Because I don't. I'm. Know. I, that's a good question. It, yeah, depending on their size. Wow. But like, it's like they they got the strings yeah. and like the neck and like the base of it. So like, it's the same basic parts. Right. So it's gotta be similar. But I guess they do have to be a little bit different to constitute a different name. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, is one of them shaped differently? They're, probably. I think a banjo's got, like, a... I, this is a complete guess, <laughs> but I think a banjo's got, like, a slimmer, like, bass. Slimmer bass? And a round, slim yeah, bass, whereas okay. a ukulele is like, that a small sense. guitar. Yeah, I'd say that. But, like, a banjo's more, yeah, flat. Sorry. I guess that, that would make it sound, like, a lot different. Yeah. Okay. We'll go with that. There's your uh, official <laughs> Nerd on the Street banjo explanation. <laughs> I just started playing the banjo. Like, guitar is hard. <clears throat> uh, you ever try to play? Actually, you know, I've, I don't play guitar. I don't know how to. I'm a piano player. But yeah. I now that I'm in music theory and I've been learning about chords all year, like, I was thinking about this the other day. I think I understand how guitars work now. Like, in the past, I've never gotten how guitars work and how, like, I've seen people play guitar like in groups and like one of them like how they'll do this so you know that farm i used to go to that i couldn't go to yeah. this year because i was sick but um the, a bunch of people always bring guitars down there and like when they're playing songs one of them will know the song and they'll be playing it the other ones will just be looking at him like and then mimicking the notes as he's playing them like in real time and they yeah, sing to them so it's not just guitar but like <clears throat> i've always wondered like how can they do that so quickly but i think i got like how you put your fingers on the thing, like, you tune the notes, I'm guessing the strings are, like, a third apart, or they're specific intervals yeah, apart, yeah. and then you tune the, like, you, yeah, and then 
depending on where you put your fingers, that is like, are you doing a one chord? Are you doing a five chord? Are you doing a seven chord? Right. Like, and so then when they're looking at each other, like they're just figuring out what chord they're playing. Yeah. So like, okay. I think that music theory, basically, if you want to do anything with music, take music theory because it's helped me understand guitar better. It's helped me understand scales better. I understand like those two things better than I used to because I took music theory. <laughs> scales and guitar. Yeah. Okay. But that makes it sound like they just, like, hold the top with their fingers and just, like, go back and forth. They do. Like, is, that, is that really it? I think so. Like, okay. you never see a guitar player other than, like, mariachi or whatever. But, like, they don't pluck one string at a time. Like, they always strum all the strings because they're always making chords. It's just background for singing. Like, guitars never actually... Okay. Like, electric guitar is a different thing. But, like, acoustic guitar is usually just background, you know? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. So background is usually chords. Because, like, that's what I've noticed when I watched, like, guys when I did, <clears throat> was in whatever church youth group and he played guitar. Yeah. He was doing, okay. <laughs> just do that. So it seemed pretty simple, but, I don't know, it's still hard. Because you got to go, like, up and down. and. Well, yeah, that's what you would need to learn, is yeah. where the different chords are on the neck. But, I don't know. I tried to make, um... What's that, like, online thing where you can, like, make music? I don't know what it's called. Online thing where you can make music. Yeah, like, not, you know. I know where you can make music, not online, though. Like, you know, it's like you get the chordy things. Chordy things. Like, you have, like, a music sheet, fucking paper. Staff paper. Whatever. Is and, it? And you put, like, notes on it of whatever instrument you want. And it's online? Yeah. Because MuseScore is what I use for that. Is it? Is it something by Finale? Is it a Finale program? I don't think so. Okay, what is it? Because I, I don't... I know what you're talking... Like, you're talking about just composition software, but yeah. I... Yeah. Like, I don't know about that online. I only know, like, programs you have to download. I don't know, but... I'm sure you can download it if you pay for it. What do you... Well, Finale, you have to pay for. MuseScore is free and open source. Only, How long ago was oh, it? Oh, no flight, no flight. Oh, click on it. Let me see it. Online music notation. But um, it might take a little bit. So hey, what about it? People can stream it. So I, I, had a, I had a friend who like liked to make music. Oh, I do have. Hey, don't don't hit that log out. Wait, it says uh, anonymous. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm logged in. Oh, as anonymous. This this is my song. Oh, like let's like, listen to it. I don't even know how long it is. Like it's probably no. How long ago was this that you'd made this? I don't, I don't know. It's bad. It must have been recent if like, you liked it. On I, I was just I was just mess, messing around. Oh, it's <laughs> it, all right. So for our viewers, it is four measures of rest. <laughs> that's that's the good thing. At one twenty. Uh, so you making a march or? I don't know. Whatever. All right. But yeah, at <laughs> what you, at uh, some point I tried to make music with it. Oops. <laughs> How do you do? And it's just, I don't know, really weird, like, putting all this together. I don't know where this came from, just in general, but... So you can... music is really difficult. I know! And I gotta do it for Displaced, um, and also sometimes for fun. But where's... Oh, you're deleted. So you deleted two things. Let's see what those are. Oh. Oh, let's restore those. How do we restore them? restore those? How do we restore them? I don't know. I don't... I Like you said, I haven't used these. Just hit new score to make a new one. Well, I wanted to restore these. Restore. Restore. Let's see what Adam's got, if he's made anything of I, I was just messing around. Nothing's of value. Because I don't know how to make music. 
Just so you know. Oh. Here we go. Oh, all right. That's that's the that, this. that, right? From all the streams because that's, we're gonna have to mute our stream here. Okay, well, listen, but I actually I'm curious. Listen to this like masterpiece. Someone who hasn't taken see, music see, they're theory. all similar. So how do you play space? Um, oh, that or like the space the play button. Oh. But, look at that. <laughs> I can stop. Look at that. Look at that. Add some flute in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you got the repetition thing down. Yes. <clears throat> so what key are you in? I don't even know. I'm guessing you're just in A minor, actually. Probably. I never changed it. I mean, A minor is no sharps, no flats. Yeah, so it's like a... So what you don't want is you don't want the A and the B like playing at the same time since... I don't know what that yeah. means. I don't know what? <laughs> You know that that doesn't mess around with that. Like, listen to what it sounds like when they're both playing at the same time. Like, did you hear how they didn't go good together? No. <laughs> oh, okay then. <clears throat> Is this anything different? Uh, this was this this well, might. Yeah. Oh, that's. I think that's the first one again. Let's go to the third one. It probably is just like, I don't know. This might be some different type of instrument. Ooh. Oh. No. That's the same thing. Yeah. In a different document. All right. Yes. Interesting. Well, that's that's interesting. I've never seen that before. People like it makes stuff. Cause like I yeah like MuseScore is like you download it, but then you can share them on the MuseScore website. You just well, have to make them in the program. I think when you, you, you I think you can share stuff in NoteFlight maybe as well. What? Well, yeah, I know. Obviously, you can because it's online. <laughs> right. Of course. Well, I'm trying to figure out how to get to mine. There we go. Remember uh, when when Kirsten played the the thing during the extra live stream that sounded like crap? Yeah. We'll we'll skip forward, but th that's what it was supposed to sound like, not what it actually sounded like. Let's see. So like this, I made just in a program. Where's the? Uh, here it is. So you'll notice that there usually aren't notes that are like right next to each other True. at the same time, <laughs> yeah, that is since true. that doesn't sound it. So, so yeah, it's like that except online. Okay, got it. See, like MuseScore is nice because if you want to start listening to it, you can just click on the note and click the space bar in okay, the program. Yeah, it make it Whereas, easy. like, I don't like Finale is the same way as this, where you have to click the play button. I don't like having to click the play button. <laughs> oh, made so much harder. Yeah. I just figured out how to use the space button like Netflix. So. What do you mean Netflix? Oh, to pause and play. Yeah. Oh, why well, knew that? Because <laughs> it's the same way on YouTube when you've got the yeah, mouse captured. I don't think about that. But uh, yeah. All right, so wh where did that come up? The note flight thing where you gonna... I don't know. Something about music composition. Yeah. You gonna become a music composer? I don't know. It's hard. Work. Yeah. I, I don't think I could ever come up with something good. Mm. I have to like, go back to college as like a music major. Yeah. For sure. I think my music teacher, my music theory teacher is sad that I'm going into college for computers and not music. music? No. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like... Yeah, you can do music for a living. You can do, do music for a living, but it's like, I'd rather... I feel like that's not contributing enough to society. Like, <laughs> I guess, maybe. And also, music is, like, fun, and I don't want to make it not fun by making it work. I've already done that with computers. Oh. 
You can have like your own band. You could just play in the streets and get tips. Yeah. People do that at the Merrimack. Mm -hmm. Some people. I don't know if they're looking for tips, but I don't think that would work with a French horn very well. But I would, if I got a mellophone, I could do that. Because a French horn, you gotta be sitting down. Oh. You can't play a French horn standing. Oh, up. and you you do have to be standing up to like get tips. Is that to like, get tips? That's the rule. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not yeah, that's up. it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but like, I'm sure there's people like like people play guitar just like sitting on the wall or something. Oh yeah. I don't know, but you can't lean against the wall with the French horn because the bell would. I don't knock. mean I don't mean lean, but there's like <clears throat> there's like a fairly somewhat tall wall. Oh, sitting like, on a wall. Yeah. You said against. I was like. Oh, I don't know what I said, but there is a wall. <laughs> You're against it from the bottom of the top. <laughs> so you're on top of it. Basically, yes. Uh, so, on a different note, I was thinking back to when we biked to West County. Yeah. Because I'm going back there tomorrow. You want to bike? Just for fun. No, I don't want to bike. <laughs> okay. I almost do want to bike there again, but it would take so long. Yeah. Like, I don't, spring I, break. <laughs> We're not doing it tomorrow, but spring break. Might as well. But, but with enough time to still get inside, of course. Like, right. If we can't go in, there's yeah. something worth it. Because I think I've only been there like once, and I think I was excited to go in there while biking. Yeah. But, but yeah. What about it? Just made me laugh because I'm going back there and I thought oh. about it. <laughs> so just thought you'd bring it up again? Yeah. So that was a good hour and a half podcast. Most of these podcasts are coming out to be an hour and a half when I'm editing them, which is kind of long, yeah. but it's all right. Uh, so yeah, that was that podcast remember everyone we changed the time to 6 p.m so in six months you guys will finally know the new time <laughs> i think I'll, I'll put it on the web page eventually underneath there eventually. but yeah we uh the, the stream uh you can watch us record this every week live at live.nots.co at 6 p.m every friday 6 p.m central standard time uh so yeah for now that's all i'm jacob kaufman and we'll see you guys later bye i didn't mean to sign us off so quickly I thought it would take longer than that.